Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. I'm Mark Regner. Of course, the Red and White Authority is brought to you by Labatt Blue. Hey, it's playoff time, and that means it's time to enjoy a cool, refreshing Labatt Blue as you're watching the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. And as I guaranteed, last podcast with Kevin Allen from USA Today, the Red Wings, they're going to be back in the playoffs. I believe next year. And our guest on episode 108 of the Red and White Authority, and he's going to be one of the guys I think that's going to catapult this team back to greatness. And uh, but I have to remind you, you said, "Oh, you almost forgot." Always drink Labatt Blue Premium Beer responsibly. And with that said, let's bring him in. One of the wildly popular young Red Wings slash Griffins, Dennis Chalowski. Jen- Dennis, I did. I did. I get it right this time, or? Oh yeah, yeah. You said it right. Did I? Great. Yeah. I see. <laughs> Dennis and I go way back. Uh, I guess, first of all, you're tearing up the league. Actually, there's still a couple statistics where you're still among the NHL defensive rookie leaders for goals or power plays and things like that. You're, you're still in that mix. How difficult was it for you when they tell you, hey, you know, we love you, because they do, you're, we're going to send you back to Grand Rapids? Obviously, it's disappointing. Um... I'm like no young player wants to be sent down. You know, you want to be in the NHL and playing. But um, I guess it was what was best for my development at the time, and um, just had to come down here and, and continue to play well. When, what goes through your mind? I mean, because when we talked to you last time, and you know, you you played very very well. Uh, are you know, does it? Do you start to lack confidence, or do you look at it more? Okay. I've got to hone in on this aspect of my game because I have pretty much the offensive side kind of down, especially on the power play. Well, yeah, they made it pretty clear what side of my game they wanted me to work on. Um, so that was really just the mindset coming down here was to just work on that. You can't let your confidence go down or change anything, you know, change the way you're playing offensively or anything like that. Just have to you know, come down here and focus on what they said. You know, if, if you don't want to answer this, I completely understand it. But what happens? I mean, when you're called, did, 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 is it is it the hierarchy of the Red Wings? They, they, it's like you walk into a tribunal or something, and you walk in and you say, "Oh, this isn't good." It's like virtually everybody in the organization sitting across the table from me, uh, and they say, "Dennis, we love you, but boom." I mean, or is it because we think professional sports is kind of cut and dry, or you know, it's not really. Let me put my arm around you and tell you how great you are. It's like whoa, 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 always yelling and screaming at you. So what was what was the procedure like? I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like you said. It's pretty cut and dry. Um, you know, you, I could kind of tell um, something was up. I guess you know, going into that room and seeing everybody in there. Um, yeah, and they're pretty straight to the point. Um, I mean, obviously it, it it sucks. It's not what you want to hear, but. Um, have to continue to play and keep playing well. Obviously, you have no recourse. I mean, you can't say, oh, no, you know what, I'm not going or anything like that. But can you ask questions or do you ask questions or are you just, okay, I've got to, I have, I need time to kind of, you know, have all this stuff kind of germinate from, from within a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I'm still a really young player. Um, there's not really much I can say in that situation. You know, they're my employer and, you know, what they ask of me is what I have to do. So, asked me to do something and came down here to do it. You know, do you, uh, I know I'm getting kind of personal here, but you, you, you know, because let's face it, I mean, you know, Dennis, uh, 
this. I go way back since, what, September. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, actually, probably before that, it, it was in development camp. Oh, you, yeah. you grew yeah. your, uh, remember, you were grown, and you still have it, your beard for the uh, uh, championship game of the <laughs> of the Prospects <laughs> tournament. Uh, do you call family or friends or... Do you tell teammates or because I've always been curious because from my aspect and you know I'll let fans know, we hear okay someone's been sent down or someone's been traded and chances are we never see that person again. We walk back into the room and you're not there. You know I mean so it seems kind of harsh for us but I know it's the reality. What what do you do? Do you just call your family or do you just pack up and come to Grand Rapids? Well yeah I packed up first um, and then obviously family is the first you call um and then you know like you said it, it's out there so everybody finds out eventually but um yeah just call my parents called my brother and talk to them about it good how's big fred doing by the way he's doing great yeah. still trucking along yeah. really good yeah. that's good good fred's legendary we talk about him a lot he is legendary very much so uh <laughs> <laughs> when you get here ben put you in a room uh talk to you tell you what you know what to work on do you have more interaction now with Horkoff or someone or is it pretty much the Grand Rapids staff they give them kind of an itinerary for you and they kind of coach you then yeah I talked to Ben um, I talked to the coaching staff you know they told me what I needed to work on and, and what they expect of me and then you know obviously Sean's around Dan Cleary's around Brendan Dorado's around um, talking to them every once in a while and, um, it's been good um, you know, watching video, you know, continue to learn and, and you know grow as a player. When you uh, when you start playing here in Grand Rapids, how about some of the teammates? Did you you knew maybe some of these guys, but have you been able to uh, latch on to a few fellas that you know not only do you you know hang out with here in the beautiful city of Grand Rapids, but also you know on the ice or kind of give you the lay of the land a little bit because of the AHL from what we've always heard is extremely different than the NHL. Yeah, um, I did know a lot of the guys coming in here, some of the younger guys from Development Camp Prospects Tournament. You know, obviously a guy like Giovanni Smith, him and I have been friends for a long time, and it was good to see him again. Um, and yeah, like you said, it is a different league, and um, I just, I guess, learning from those guys a little bit and, and talking to some of my friends that I've, I've known for a while. What, what is the difference, have you found, in the AHL to NHL? And I'm just not saying this. I mean, from what I've been told over the years, in certain aspects, it's tougher than the National Hockey League. Yeah, yeah, it is a tough league for sure. Um, everybody's going 115% every night. You know, everybody's you know, grinding every night. And, um, there's a lot of good young players down here, so it is a tough league for sure. When you uh, uh, get in here, your stats so far in 23 games played, uh, you have 11 assists, you're plus three, 12 penalty minutes. Uh, and when you were with the Wings, 52 games played, 16 points, four on the, uh, uh, four on the power play, uh, minus a 20, which I think is what kind of did you in a little bit. Uh, I think you know that, 16 points, uh, averaging 18 point, uh, 18, 15 a game. Uh, when you look back on it, what do you think was it – what caught up with you, I guess, is what I'm saying at the NHL, because you started off extremely well, and I don't think you were completely horrible, and I think sometimes, as we know, that plus-minus stat is 
you know, you might just step on the ice. It's a weird bounce. I mean, the puck's bouncing all over. I mean, so I don't, you know, gosh, Dennis, and I hate to say it like this, where did it kind of go wrong, I guess? Um, yeah, plus minus was one of the biggest stats, I guess. That was, um, you know, the deciding factor, I guess. Um, it was mostly just the D zone play. Um, you know, basically they said you can't be fishing the puck out of your net all the time, so... Um, come down here and, and work on your D zone and, and get that plus minus to add back up. When, when, what recourse do you have except to come down here and just get that, you know, you're a plus player here, which is good. And this is a good team. I mean, the Griffins are good. Uh, uh, is it, uh, has it been an easy transition for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess coming down here knowing some of the guys helped a lot. Um, you know, they've, for the most part, you know, been pretty, you know, pretty positive. I talked to the coaches and, you know, been liking the way I'm playing. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the transition wasn't too bad. Um, just try to come down and, and play like me, I guess. And, um, you know, really just be more assertive in the D zone was what they wanted the most. And, and trying my best to work on that. With all the, the teams is always in flux. I mean, guys, you know, there were nine guys that were uh, uh, up in Detroit, including Caden Fulcher, I guess, nine, even though he's never really played for the Griffins, but he was called up to Grand Rapids, and then they, they called him up to Detroit, the, the, the young goaltender who saw action last game of the season. Uh, do you have the same defensive partner? I mean, I would imagine with you, they want it to be as consistent as possible for you. Play with the same guy, do the same things, get into those good habits. Uh, it, have you been able to do that? Or because this roster is was really in flux the last couple of weeks, has it been difficult for you because you're playing with different guys or do you have the same partner usually? Oh no, I've been playing with lots of guys. Um, you know, guys have been up and down, and like you said, you know, flux of guys coming down guys going up so my deep partner has been different almost every night you know did have you did you think you would once everybody kept going back down in Detroit much like the beginning of the season did you think you were going to get called up um that yeah, was kind of in the back of my head I mean obviously I wanted to be called back up um but it didn't happen and um I guess what can I do about it, you know, other than just play? The Red Wings were specific because somebody asked them, you know, why you, you know, who's going to be called up. And basically their answer was this is what's best for Dennis long term. We see him being a Red Wing for decades, maybe, you know, let's say 15 years, so a decade and a half, you know, they, and they said, so he needs, we want him to go down and just work on certain things. To pull him back up may not be the be beneficial long-term form. I think short-term, you'd like to get back up mentally. You'd be all right, man. I'm back in the red and white. Here I am again, and let's you know, let's go out. You know, I can hang out with Andrew and you know whatever. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, do you see that? And have they constantly said that to you? This isn't a punishment. You know, this is like in the best interest of you, long-term future, you're in our plans. Don't look at this as anything but, you know, a, a, a learning and growth experience. Yeah, that was what it was. Um, you know, that's what they told me. That's what everybody's been telling me. Um, come down here and, and 
fix that part of my game that needs fixing and um, yeah they figured this was what was best for my long-term development and I'm not gonna argue Cynic, if he wants to ask you, do you believe them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're the ones that have been around, you know, a long, long time. I'm a young kid, so, um, you know, they're my employer, and, and you know, I do what they ask of me. Have there been some of the other young Red Wings, some of the guys that you were up with? There were quite a few of them up there. I mean, do you keep in contact with Michael Rasmussen, who's, you know, documented had probably his own struggles, perhaps even if... Uh, you know, there wasn't that rule where I guess you have to have four years in the in the Canadian Hockey League or be 20 years old to play in the AHL. He came down here for you know, a rehab stint. He might have saw, saw some time down here, too. I mean, is, you know, you're both from B.C. Uh, you're, you're right n near an age. I think Michael's a little bit older than you or you're a little bit older than him. doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, I'm kind of curious... Has he been like somebody that you've leaned on? Because you're kind of going through this together in a weird way. Yeah, for sure. We've known each other forever now. Um, played against each other when we were 10, 11, 12 years old. So, um, yeah, we keep in contact. Um, I'll text him every once in a while. and He'll text me asking how I'm doing. I'll ask how he's doing. And, um, yeah, like you said, we're kind of in this together and kind of you know, trying to figure it all out together, I guess. When you worked your tail off over the summer, you, on your own dime, you spent it in Detroit, you know, self-motivated, living by yourself in the big city and all that kind of stuff, although Vancouver's a pretty big town, too, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you were in awe of Detroit, <laughs> but uh, uh, you make the team. And it was obvious from the moment, even from development camp on, and I was at all of them, but, you know, really what that, from that prospects tournament on, you were seeing nice time, you were all over the place. Uh, going in there, how different are you from that moment where everything kind of fell your way because you, because of what you did? It was what you did. You made yourself. You made that roster. You know, you made. I, you were going to make that roster regardless of how many I think defensive guys were hurt, defensemen were hurt. How different is it now? Where you know, where was Dennis Chalowski then, and where is he now? Um, now I just have the experience of playing a year of pro hockey, really. Um, kind of seen it all um, you know I've been up there playing and, you know had my struggles and, and then I've been down here playing so um, I've seen both leagues I've seen what they're like and um, it's really just the experience and I'm definitely gonna you know, use that to my advantage next year I mean do you look at it and go geez you know a couple of years ago I'm in college then you know then I'm in the uh, the Western League and Ben I was in the NHL now I'm in the AHL uh, is it whirlwind for you? Has it been a? Is it a great experience for you, or is it sometimes it's just like you're constantly being bombarded with all kinds of stuff from all different angles and directions? Yeah, I mean, obviously it can be a lot sometimes, but um, really you just have to take a step back and look at it as a broad perspective and say, you know, I've been pretty lucky that I've been able to play in all these leagues and get all these experiences. Um, I sometimes joke that I've played in almost every league. Uh, you know, I played in junior uh, junior A went to college and then went to you know, the CHL and, and the NHL and now the AHL so I've been almost everywhere except Junior B was the one league I missed back in, in junior hockey so um, yeah no I take a step back and look at the broad perspective and, and just you know be thankful that I've got all this experience. Be thankful and, and feel, maybe feel pretty good about yourself I mean you were you, you know you've been able to 
you, you know, your path, your trajectory has been moving forward constantly, which is good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely thankful that, um, yeah, just, just the experience aspect of it and, and you know, having my, my stock kind of trend the right direction most of the time. You know, how do you work on your game? We always say, i got to work on my game or I have to work on my defensive side. What do you do to work on that defensive side? Is it more drills or do you, you know, in practice you're, you know, you're drilling people into the boards or, <laughs> I mean, how, how do you become better defensively? Um, well, it starts in practice. Um, it's really just a mindset, just focusing on it every day. Um, whether you're doing a battle drill or, or a box out drill or a D-zone cover drill, you know, um, it's really just having it in your head, okay, you know, this is what you need to do defensively and work on and, and just think about it the whole practice and then kind of try to translate that to the game. But when you're playing against the game, I mean, practice is one thing, and everyone's trying to prove themselves. I've seen enough practices to know how those go. But game conditions are completely different. You have another team, a guy who's, you know, just as much as you trying to get to that, in this case, the next level. Uh, how difficult is it? Because hockey seems to be, I know you have set plays and the charts and all that, but where the puck bounces, you almost have to improvise a little bit too. And is is decision making part of it? Where and that, does that come with experience? You know, once you're comfortable, you know, regardless of where the puck goes, you know what you're going to do. Hopefully, that makes sense. I know it's kind of, you know, hopefully you get you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hockey's a pretty random game, so you never really know what's going to happen, and kind of just have to be ready for it when it does happen. Um, and like you said, that comes with experience. You know, just play in all these different leagues and, and play lots of games, which you do in both this league and the NHL. Um, yeah, it's just getting the experience of, you know, kind of knowing what's going to happen and, and what to do when it happens. Which, how do you think it's gone for you down here then? I mean, have you been, have, have you been happy? Have you seen uh, a progression? Are you eager uh, to get back to, like, training camp next year? And... Uh, and get right back at it and, you know, make the Red Wings like you did last year right out of camp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's gone well for me. Um, learning the defensive side and, and being more physical and more assertive down there. And, um, and I'm excited for training camp next year and, and excited to, uh, to prove myself again. You know, Dennis, and I mean this as a compliment, you're kind of an intellectual young man. And I wonder how... Sometimes is it difficult for you when you see the big picture, meaning you see everything just not hockey. I mean, you, you absorb things and you take it in, and you know you like music or you like you know what I mean. You have varied interests. Is it difficult not to focus? And I don't mean not to take it seriously, but will you sometimes think, hey, yeah, I love it. I want to be a hockey player first and foremost. I'm not, you know, but in the end of the day, it's just hockey. I mean, is that a good thing to feel or a bad thing to feel? Um, it can be good and bad. Um, it's it's good in the sense that you're relaxed. Um, you know, you have confidence and you don't really worry about it too much. Um, you know, there's going to be ups and downs, and um, you know, you can't let get it get let that get in your head and, and worry about it too much. And, um, but on the other side, you know, it's your job, so you know you have to take it seriously every day and. Make sure you're dialed in for practice, and, and make sure you're working your hardest. So, um, 
you know, there's a, there's a balance there for sure. And, um, you know, it's one that I've, you know, been coping with for a long time. So next year when you hit the ice in training camp, are you, you just can't wait for some guy who's going to try to go across ice and has his head down, are you going to drill him? I mean, you know, so, I mean, is, is it like beware everybody? Because uh, <laughs> Dennis is coming out and he, he's, he's, he's taking no prisoners. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely um, going to be bringing a more, I guess, assertive and physical kind of demeanor about me next year. Um, you know, it's what they kind of asked of me, you know, coming down here was to work on that. So I don't know about doing what you said, but, um, <laughs> um, um, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess. Well, you know, make it fair. You know, try to take Giovanni out or something. <laughs> He is a big young he man. Is, he's a big boy. I don't know. I don't know how I would do in that one, but we'll see. I guess. <laughs> What's your plans this summer? Are you back in Detroit? Are you going to go to BC or places in between? Yeah, I'll be back in Detroit. Um, I really like the training I've done here the last two years, and um, yeah, I'll be back there again, working hard. Now, are you working out with with other Red Wings, or uh, do, you, do, do you or you know do you off to doing your own thing? Yeah, it's with other Red Wings. Um, yeah, there's a gym out there where lots of other pro guys go and, and, and NHL players. And, yeah, some of the wings are there and we work out together. It's been good. There seems to be an abundance of NHL players that kind of live in Detroit. Many of them are from the greater metropolitan Detroit area. Are there some of, I know you're close with your Red Wing and teammates. Is there maybe a, a player like we wouldn't know that, you know, like I, Cam Fowler and I are like really tight or something like that because <laughs> I, mean, I know he he seems to be floating around Detroit all summer. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that's somebody I've gotten really close with yet. I mean, it's only been a couple of years, and I'm a pretty young guy and you know, generally a little bit shy too. So um, you know, last year I kind of opened up with him a little more, and, and I'm sure I'll build those relationships more this year. Well, you know, now that you've been in the league, I mean, do you think you're kind of part of that fraternity? Are you more comfortable maybe to approach somebody and ask them a question or two because, say, hey, look, you know, I've, God, you know, we were in Pittsburgh or whatever, and, you know, Crosby makes this move, but, you know, I mean, you're, you seem to be pretty good against him. You know, should I just... You know, give an old BC two-hander or something. I mean, I mean, do you try to talk strategy with different players? Yeah, absolutely. Um, more comfortable now. Um, before they were kind of, I was a wide-eyed kid, and they're the NHL players, and kind of trying to be what they are. So, um, you know, now that I've got that experience a little bit, um, be more comfortable. You know, talking to them about those kind of things. You know, have how would you describe your relationship? with the Detroit staff. Is it good? Are you comfortable to go in there and talk to them? Because, uh, you know, it's always, especially for young players, I've seen so many who, and I guess this depends a lot on the coach too. Some coaches are more receptive. Some coaches like to take a step back. Are you comfortable enough when you do have questions, whether regardless if it's Jeff Blaschel or maybe even Ken Holland or, or or Horkoff, is there somebody like a go-to guy that you really rely on that you can go in and ask them, what's the bottom line here? Um, well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with you know most of the staff. Um, I feel like I can go and have a conversation with them. And over the years, the one guy has been Sean Horkoff, obviously, you know, player development guy, and, and um, you know, I've been kind of 
following his regimen over the last few years. And, um, I guess if there was one guy that I could go to talk to and, and you know just talk about things, it would be him. You know, we do a lot. You know, we have a blog series uh, where four prospects write write a blog. Joe Hicketts is part of it. Giovanni's part of it. Joe Valeno and and Jack Adams, and all of them mention Sean Horkoff. Uh, you know, I, I joke with Sean that it seemed like I didn't even know he was retired. I thought he was still playing, and he's the director of player development for the Red Wings. Kind of came out of nowhere, uh, but uh, he seems to be cutting edge. I mean, when he was a player and he played for a long time in the NHL, he did kind of things. Can you talk about him as a player development director and that he seems to be? I, I would say, and I, really, kind of right there as far as figuring it out and knowing what young players need. Yeah, for sure. He's been around you know, a long time now. He's played like a lot of years in the league and played in a lot of different roles too. So um, he's seen it all and um, yeah, he's really really, you know, kind of black and white with the whole thing. You know, it's, this is what you need to work on and this is what you do well and, and you know, he'll do whatever he can to you know, help a young guy like me to, to work on that. I, I know he's black and white. And he comes right out there, and as you said, tells you what you need to do. But is he? Is he? I don't know. Psychologist is probably not the word. That may sound like you know, like Dennis is going to be, you know, should be laying on a couch here as we're talking to him, and you know, talking about his childhood traumas. <laughs> but but uh, uh, does he? You know, does he play like psychologist a little bit? You know, like try to pump you up or, you know, knows what to say. I mean, I, I think he has a really good feel for hockey players, I guess, is what, what I'm trying to say is, is that even though he's black and white, is he also somebody who can settle Dennis down or pump Dennis up? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like you said, he's been around hockey players pretty much his whole life now, so he knows, you know, what we're thinking and what we're not thinking, so... Um, yeah, he, he he'll be able to pump me up in certain situations and, and, and you know give me some good advice at the same time. How much are you going to get away from the rink over this break? Because I know that you're going to be very focused, like you have in a couple of years, especially you were last summer to make the Red Wings again, as we've talked about out of training camp. Yeah, I'll be away from the rink for a little bit for sure. Um, you know, going pretty hard the last few years, so I'm going to need a little bit of a break. Um, but you know, once I'm back, I'm at 100%. So best case scenario, obviously, the summer, you know, you, you take your vacation, you hang out, you know, you cool out. I would think, I would assume, Dennis, everything you've been through the last couple of years, you kind of need a mental break from all of this, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Everybody needs a mental break. Um, you know, the last couple of years have been a whirlwind is the best word I can use to describe it. So um, yeah, I'm going to need a mental, mental break and a physical break, too. We're really... Uh, when you need, when you're gonna take that step away, do, do you you don't work out, you don't get on skates, or do you say, okay, for the next three weeks, even though it might kill me, I am going to, you know, go to McDonald's and you know hang out with Fred. We're gonna listen to loud music in the car or something. I mean, do you just really get away from it? Or? Um. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I'd get away from it uh, you know, as far as going to McDonald's every day, but um, <laughs> um, no, I'll be working out a little bit and staying active, obviously. You know, you can't just lie on the couch for three weeks, but um, but yeah, no, I'll, I won't be, you know, I'll take away break away from the rink and um, it won't be rigorously hard working out either. It'll just be kind of staying active. 
Well, we've, we've run out of time, unfortunately, Dennis. I mean, I could talk to you for a long time. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I mean, you're always accessible, win or lose. And, you know, for, for, for a young man your age to be that way, it, it's, it's refreshing in a way. Not that, you know, guys are hiding from, you know, us or anything, but always there to answer the questions. Good luck. Uh, you know, as I said, I, I expect, but more importantly, I know you expect to be in Detroit next year. And uh, I, you're, you're definitely on the right course. Look forward to it. And thanks for being on the Red Wing Authority again. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure.